Welcome to OCDQ Radio, a podcast from OCDQ Blog. Obsessive Compulsive Data Quality. OCDQ Radio is a vendor mutual podcast about data quality and its related disciplines, including data governance, master data management, and business intelligence. OCDQ Radio is produced and hosted by Jim Harris, the blogger in chief at Obsessive Compulsive Data Quality. OCDQBlog.com. On this episode of OCDQ Radio, we're going to discuss data quality project management. And for this discussion, I'm pleased to be joined by a very special guest. Adam Cox is a data management professional with over 10 years of experience working in the public and private sector in the UK. He's an experienced project and technical manager working on large-scale projects involving significant data migration and data integration. Adam Cox is currently working for an established UK financial institution as a data quality consultant, mainly on regulatory reporting projects. Adam Cox, welcome to OCDQ Radio. Thank you much, Jim. Thank you for having me. Well, we're thrilled to have you on the show today to talk about project management for data quality. And this is something that I've had a lot of experience with, in at least in the U.S., that data quality ends up getting bolted on as almost sort of an afterthought added on to other projects like master data management, for example. So in your experience, have you seen data quality being treated as an afterthought or being started as a project on its own? From my experience, I found that it's almost viewed as an afterthought. And it should be one of the fundamental elements of any kind of project is the data governance, data management, and data quality should all be thought of. So I have experienced that. Alternatively, there have been cases where a fully resourced project team have been put together to look at the data strategy and the data side of things. So slightly remiss of me to say that my experience has all been down one route, but certainly from my point of view, I think it should all be data-centric. Well, let's explore both routes by looking at projects where data quality was thought of ahead of time and incorporated into the project planning and where data quality was an afterthought and wasn't included in the initial planning of the project. So let's start with your experience of a project that did not take data quality into account in the initial planning of the project. One of the projects I worked on, they were a lot of components were being put together from different suppliers. And there was no real thought to how the data would be integrated between each of the systems. And so you had one part of it would have been a master data management solution. But that was all being produced in isolation. So the data integration was a big challenge and getting all those different stakeholders on board was key for that project. And certainly in terms of the migration of data into the system also, that was another challenge because that was being provided by another set of suppliers. And the challenge there really is to make sure that everyone is integrated and the whole of the project is seen as one and that data is not put to one side and it's not said that it's something that we can do later on. The upfront costs of doing that will be minimized rather than when you try and remediate any of the data further downstream. And I think that's what was lacking is perhaps an understanding of how fundamental good quality data would be for the whole system. And certainly when you're migrating to a new system and you've got the old data, it's key to make sure that the teams are there, they're resourced, the actual systems are in place to manage that data, all the key stakeholders are on board, you get buy-in from a corporate level, 
and there's a strategy in place to deal with it. And I think that's perhaps where projects do fall down. They don't allow full data management strategy that takes into account data quality that are important for the projects to succeed. I think a lot of projects that deal with the integration of data to prepare to migrate it into a new system is often maybe the first time that data quality issues are surfaced. And when you don't properly plan for the data quality aspects of that integration and migration, it can add a lot of additional time, effort, and money to the project. So has that been your experience on data migration projects? Yes, indeed. It's been a big challenge. People do not know what the data is when they're migrating it to start off with. So that's why you need to profile the data and do some data discovery work with it. And certainly from my perspective, that's the biggest thing is people say, oh, no, the quality of the data is fine. Okay, how can you measure it? How can you show that? How can you demonstrate that? And what is going to be the impact upon the project if you now try and migrate that data and have lots and lots of problems with it? That's a key challenge. I don't think it's something that's being really thought about in the project management world as much as it should have been. Data profiling can help on data integration projects as well to help understand the data quality challenges that are unique to each system and data quality challenges that are created as a result of bringing that data together to integrate it before migrating it into a new system. But sometimes these projects are misperceived as IT projects. And what we really need to do is get the data profiling reports and data discovery output into the hands of subject matter experts because often IT will not have that data domain expertise to be able to tell the difference between a data quality issue and the data just being the way that it's supposed to be. That's key. It's work with the SMEs rather than the IT department. We've got to empower the experts to do that kind of work and to get them on board and to, to actually show them what the data looks like and gather with them where the issues are. So in all the projects I've worked, it's getting those SMEs on board is the absolute bedrock, a well-run and managed project. So you think it's a matter of projects not identifying these resources ahead of time because data wasn't given enough attention as an important issue? Or maybe sometimes even finding people who are willing to designate themselves as having that subject matter expertise and providing that data domain knowledge aren't available or don't want to be made available? Yes, I think it's actually raising the profile, pardon the pun, (laughs) (laughs) raising the profile, data quality and data ownership. Well, very, very important. So try and sell the benefits of good quality data and being a data steward or owner. Those are the key things for us going forward. Um, Certainly in the projects, going back to your earlier point, those stakeholders weren't identified at an early enough point. And so by the time the actual project or program was implementing systems, they said, well, hang on, remediation of that data or ownership of that data needs to be assessed and it needs to be taken forward. And that can have quite an impact upon a successful implementation of a project. You mentioned data ownership and data stewardship. Sometimes data ownership is shied away from because it's almost a little bit more difficult to get people to truly take ownership of data versus getting people to accept their role in the stewardship of data going forward. So in your experience, have you had more success with emphasizing data ownership or more success with emphasizing data stewardship? I've always envisioned it in two ways. First, the data owner is basically accountable for the data. 
but it's not responsible for necessarily doing the remediation. The steward's role is far more clearly defined, I think, in terms of, yes, we have to get the remediation of that data and resolution of those data quality issues. And certainly those stewards would do that. And so it's a slightly different role. That's my view anyway. So is the data owner a business person who is the subject matter expert and who is accountable for the data? And the data steward is an IT person who is responsible for the remediation of data quality issues? I think it's a bit of both, actually. I think there is certainly the steward is more responsible for the actual physical remediation of the data, I believe. The owner will maybe have the business knowledge as well. Well, obviously, would have the business knowledge. But it's really having them sign up to that data item or that set of data and say, okay, I'm now responsible for ensuring that this meets the quality thresholds and the metrics that we're looking at in terms of quality and taking that forward. Whereby the steward is very much a case of saying, I'm actually responsible for doing that work, but I'm also then accountable to the data owner to ensure that all those items are remediated and all issues are resolved. I like that delineation that the data owner would be responsible for defining the data quality standards that the data steward would then use as their guidepost in remediating the data, as well as prioritizing which data quality issues need to be remediated first, remediating that data and making sure that it stays up to the level of quality that those standards established, and then communicate that back to the owner via the data quality thresholds or metrics that are used to track the data quality going forward. But the owner and steward are in it together in a sense, both sharing accountability and responsibility for the quality of data going forward. That would be my view, and I very much agree. Another important term that usually comes up is metadata, and there's a lot of metadata involved in data quality projects. Some, again, they can fall back more on the business side versus the technical side. What aspects of metadata management challenges have you come across on your data quality project? I think it's actually getting a clear definition of the data item and ensuring that the metadata is managed and controlled. For example, you'll have a project which is taking data from one area and transforming it into another set of data in another, say, data warehouse. If the metadata is not correct, any ETL are going to be a best guess rather than actually being able to fully understand the data. So I think the metadata in, in that scenario needs to be as well managed as possible. To be honest with you, I think that is a key challenge, actually ensuring that the metadata and even version control and configuration management is tight enough and rigorous enough to ensure that any changes that are made going forward, they are managed and controlled as well as possible. I've seen it happen a lot of times where metadata is, again, left to one side and is, is left on its own almost. And someone comes along and says, OK, I understand this data. I know how it should be transformed. I know where it should be going. I know what it should be doing. But they don't. And you'll find that then there's a whole slew of trouble because people do not understand those data items or the sets of data in the most correct way. And again, you end up then with a false position further down the line when the project is actually goes live. Yes, a lot of data integration and data migration projects are also metadata integration and metadata migration projects. And as much of a challenge as it can be of integrating and migrating the data is just as much of a challenge to integrate and migrate the metadata. I think a lot of data integration and data migration projects fail to take metadata into account in the planning of those projects. Absolutely, I agree completely. 
metadata management that go hand in hand with configuration management. You're version controlling, you're actually understanding what the data is, you're quantifying it, you're actually saying how it should behave. And I think these, all these things are actually slightly left to chance in some projects. You're listening to OCDQ Radio, a vendor-neutral podcast about data quality and its related disciplines from the Obsessive Compulsive Data Quality blog produced by Jim Harris. Visit ocdqblog.com forward slash podcast to find ways to subscribe to OCDQ Radio and get links to the blog post summaries of every episode. You'll also find ways to contact me, Jim Harris, if you're interested in being a guest on the show or if you would like to discuss sponsorship opportunities. So be sure to visit ocdqblog.com forward slash podcast for more information about OCDQ Radio. And now, back to the show. On this episode of OCDQ Radio, we are discussing data quality project management with special guest Adam Cox. Well, Adam, so far we have focused on what happens to projects when data quality is treated as an afterthought and things like data ownership and data stewardship and metadata management are not taken into consideration during the planning of a project. So let's shift our discussion to the other scenario. Let's assume that we are starting a project from scratch. What would be some recommendations for how we can actually make sure that the project starts off right with these important aspects of data quality in mind? There has to be key milestones and deliverables need to be put into the project plan. There needs to be a strategy as part of the project. A strategy needs to be delivered for data management and for data quality and the attendant parts of it. If they're not actually put down as key deliverables and milestones, then the project will fail to actually acknowledge their existence, possibly, or they will fail to take cognizance of what the, the import is of these items. So they all need to be planned in proper schedule, a proper program, and put forward so that there are key deliverables within the life cycle of the project. There are deliverables that need to be put into the projects, such as data profiling needs to be understood, a data inventory put together possibly, all system inventory of where that data is coming from, the ETL routines, they all need to be mapped. And then on top of that, a remediation plan for any data quality issues coming out of the project. I definitely agree that it is important to make sure that all of those essential data quality tasks are included in the project plan up front. But how do you explain that to the business stakeholders when you're possibly showing them a project plan that includes more time, effort, and cost than they may have initially envisioned the project would require. It's a conversation I've had a few times. Why are you doing these things? Is it on the critical path in the project? And my answer to that is, if you don't have them, the project will fail. It may not start out failing, but you'll never get to the position that you want to get to if you don't have the clearly defined data governance, data management, data quality focus within it. So my telling point is, I try and rationalize how much of an issue it's going to be. And I give them a scenario about where if we don't do it and we fail to migrate say, at least a key amount of that data, how much longer is it going to take us to get to that stage? So you could add X number of weeks onto the end of the project, even though you may have some more time added to the project as a result of doing the data management stuff. But at the end of the day, you can't actually migrate the data and get the system going the other end. How much is that going to cost? Better get it right first time. 
Yes, I definitely agree that that risk mitigation line of argument is the best way to go in terms of fighting back against any resistance that you get from adding those essential data quality tasks to the project plan. In some cases, the risk mitigation argument may have even become easier lately with the rise of regulatory requirements that involve data quality. And I think in the European Union, you guys do a much better job than we do here in the United States in terms of having specific regulatory requirements for data quality that I think makes it a little bit of an easier sell to the stakeholders because this is going to be a requirement that we will be forced to meet. Have you had some experience with regulatory requirements in data quality? Very much a case the project worked on in the past have had regulatory reporting elements to them, making sure that we can actually prove the lineage of the data. You could actually prove quality of it that's actually been looked at. The data definitions are there. There are a number of requirements around that space in terms of data governance that have been certainly amplified, quantified and qualified by the European Commission and the banner of the, the COREP project or the S project or FinREP in terms of the financial sector have been introduced. And certainly Basel, that's actually now really focusing minds and hearts on getting the data management right and data governance right for reporting back on all of the legislative requirements that are going forward. So yes, you're absolutely right. This has helped sell data quality and data management. On some of the projects that I've been a part of, regulatory requirements have been almost a shock to the executive management of an organization when they take a look at the requirements that they have to comply with and come to the realization that their organization currently has nothing in place that would provide that data lineage and data transparency and data quality and data governance that is necessary. They then realize the effort that is required not just to be able to check the box and say that they are complying with a regulatory requirement, but also to have that infrastructure in place that can mitigate data-related risks in the future and help protect the organization, not just from regulatory fines, but from serious business risks of not having maintained high-quality data. Oh, absolutely. And I think there is a recognition of the need to adhere to these best practices sort of a sharper understanding from organizations that there needs to be more attention paid to data governance, data management, data quality, and understand exactly why work needed to be done in these areas. Well, this has been an excellent discussion about data quality project management, including aspects of data integration, data migration, data quality, and data governance. I want to thank our special guest for joining us today, and sharing his experience and expertise with us. Adam Cox, thank you very much for appearing on OCDQ Radio today. Thank you, Jim. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to OCDQ Radio. Go to ocdqblog.com forward slash podcast, where you can find links to the blog post summaries of every episode, ways to subscribe to OCDQ Radio via iTunes, and a non-iTunes RSS feed, and a link to listen to OCDQ Radio on your mobile device with Stitcher Smart Radio. And you will find ways to contact me, Jim Harris, via Twitter, LinkedIn, and email. So be sure to visit ocdqblog.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for listening to OCDQ Radio. And until next time, may the data quality be with you, always.